finding out something that you never knew before, like discovering something, even if it's learning about a new place, like going for bushwalk and finding a little hideout that you've never seen before. That's still learning. This kid life. 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 G'day, you're listening to This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. At the Opera House, our young thinkers are front and centre of what we do. So we asked a few to help us unpack some big ideas and talk about the issues that affect kids' lives. I'm your host, Jennifer Macy, and today we're talking about... Education! Education, education, and more education. Education! (laughs) School is back for the new year, so what did you do on your summer holidays? While most of us have hopefully been swimming at the beach or river or pool, some kids spent their holidays in a special type of classroom, where trapezes hang from the ceiling, and instead of desks and whiteboards, there's juggling balls and balancing beams. We're off to circus school. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. Are you ready? But first... School is a big part of most kids' lives, but what do you think about your education? Is there anything you'd change about school? And do you learn stuff outside the classroom? What do you think? Do you guys like school? Yes. I used to. Sometimes. I I think I like everything that no one else likes. Probably maths and maths. That's about it, really. My name's Ariel and I'm 12. In my class, I like geography and like learning about the world wars and stuff, but then everyone else is basically falling asleep through that. And I like get really annoyed when I'm the only one answering the question. My name's Jaden and I'm eight. I hate school, but there is one thing I like and that is the home time bell. Hi, I'm Archie. I'm 13 and I go to the conservatory in my school. Like in primary school, there's all those kids that are like, oh, I hate school. And then (laughs) once you get to high school, you kind of start to enjoy it a lot more because it's a lot more variety than in primary school. I'm Lily and I'm seven. I think school is about learning new things and that I haven't learnt yet and it's really fun. My name is Ivy. I'm 10 years old and I'm in year four. Yeah, I love school. And I like learning long division. I think it's better and harder than um, just short division with short numbers. My name's Stella and I'm year one. Science, because you can put like different chemicals into different ones and you have like these glasses on and then you can like see them explode and then it's, that's the fun bit. What do you guys think about education? Pass. <laughs> I'm Isaac and I'm nine. If you didn't have an education, not many things would be made because everyone would be, like, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Maths sucks. Do you know that you're actually going to need that when you're older? My name's Lara and I'm 12. Um, I hear a lot of kids complaining, like, I'm not going to need this. 
because none of us have been taught that we will need it and shown when we will need it. I just think there needs to be more... Real-life applications of the subjects to show you that you actually need to... Yeah. ...be able to... that you need to use it in real life. Mm. My name's Chris, I'm 12 and I'm in grade 6. I was top student up until, like, year 5 last year and then that's when I basically just thought I'm just going to slowly fail. Why? Why? I I don't need to learn much. It, like, I've already chosen what I want my passion to be, and I don't have to learn much now to be that passion. He needs to learn more stuff. He can never not learn more stuff, like, seriously. Hi, my name's Luca, and I'm in grade 6, and I'm 12. And, like, you need that knowledge. Even if it's useless, it could still come in handy for something. Education plays a big part in Aboriginal communities. Like, I got boarding school here in Sydney, and... I think you need that knowledge also. Like, not only the knowledge on your culture, but knowledge on other, you know, general stuff, because you can bring it back and you can teach it to the younger younger kids. And then, you know, it just gets passed on, and that knowledge helps you with, like, your cultural knowledge as well, like respect and all that sort of stuff. My name is Chaston and I'm from Central Cape Queensland. And when I say education, what do you think? You're a school captain? Yeah, do your best. I say you can go to a good school and get a good job. I am Yui and I am eight years old and I live in Jerangong. What's your favourite thing you like to learn? I'd say it's math and English. I've learnt my times table to one to ten. Jackson and I'm seven. You have to be good and make sure you pay attention. Really? Why? Uh, otherwise you won't know anything and be dumb forever. My name is Lulu. I'm eight years old. I think that like my brain's getting bigger and I'm learning more and I'm getting smarter. Is there anything that you would change about school? My name's Geffen and I'm 14. You can come to the end of school and be like, great, I know all these quadratic formulas and whatever, but, like, I don't know how to pay my taxes. <laughs> and, like, you can have the smartest kid in class, but they might be really mean or they don't respect people. So that's something I think people really need to learn. Kids should have a task for the day. They should actually just, like, do self-learning on a laptop or something or on a desk or something. Because then, like, they can work on what they need to work on, not what they already know or what they don't understand and they haven't learned anything about yet. I would change that you don't need homework because we go to school six hours a day. We don't need homework. Seriously. Because we go home to relax and live our lives and not be trapped inside a wheel of torture. My name is Oscar and I'm 10 and I'm in year five. I go to Scouts. Yeah, we're still learning. It's really fun doing it. Because school, you have to sort of use your head a lot. It makes you really tired, your brain really tired, and and it, your hand starts to hurt after a while. At Scouts, you don't have to have a pen in your hand. It's a lot better when you don't have to do that. Hi, I'm Iris, and I'm 11. Learning has no limits. You can learn about anything you want. You, you can learn about different cultures. You can learn about different everything. Hi, I'm Jacinda. I'm also 10. Discovering something, even if it's learning about a new place, like um, going for a bushwalk and finding a little hideout that you've never seen before, that's still learning. And it 
I think the more that you learn, the better, because it just widens your view of the world. Which circus performance can see in the dark? What? The acrobats. <laughs> Why don't sharks eat clowns? Why? They taste funny. <laughs> they taste like balloons. <laughs> Am I not going to hit them? No, you're not. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> At Circus Monoxide in Wollongong, south of Sydney, there are about 200 kids learning all kinds of tricks. You can see kids tumbling on the floor mats into a perfect handstand or dangling dangerously high above the ground from a strip of material. One group of kids between 6 and 18 have auditioned to be part of Circus Monoxide's youth performers. And hop. Excellent. And go back. Ready and hop. As a group, they learn, practice and perform together. My name's Jane and I'm 39. (laughs) Their teacher is Jane Davis, who's been performing and teaching circuits for about 16 years. This time, the students get to interview their teacher. Do you have to go to school? Could you just like learn like normal things at circus? So you'd learn not reading and writing, but kind of the bigger picture stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I couldn't legally, no, because <laughs> legally you have to follow the school curriculum. But yes, if you're going to graduate from like a youth performance troupe like this one and go on to be a performer, I would expect that you need a lot more skills than just doing backflips and aerial tricks. So you'd need to be able to talk to the media, <coughs> write media releases, edit your own footage into you know, YouTube videos and promo videos, write CVs, do all of those sorts of things. With a group of kids, I could give them quite a well-rounded education in the setting of a circus school. But um, legally, people would have issues with that. (laughs) (laughs) Could you learn a circus trick in, like, a lesson? Yes, you definitely can. And you guys might not remember, but when you were very beginners, when you're really new at circus, you tend to learn new tricks quite quickly. When people are just coming for a one-off, they might learn half a dozen new tricks. In a weird kind of way, the more advanced you get, those, those harder tricks take longer to learn. And the other thing is you can learn a lot of beginner tricks at a, a kind of basic, yeah, I did this cool handstand. But actually, as you'll know, to do a good handstand takes years and years and years. So you can learn a trick, but to truly master it, most tricks would take more than one lesson. Did you ever find that the, a basic trick is a lot harder than it actually is and expect more from it? Different people find different tricks easy. So say for example my partner was a, a woman the same as I was so we were a girl duo. Um, she was actually shorter than I was and so there was some tricks that other people found really really easy that for us were really hard. Somebody who's had gymnastics training will find different tricks easier than somebody who's had dance training for example. So yeah, while there is easy tricks and hard tricks, it is hard to generalise. What was the hardest trick you've ever learned? The hardest, the hardest trick. For me, it was probably elbow rolls on Lyra because... What does that mean? (laughs) Okay, sorry. For the non-circus people, the Lyra is like a, a circular trapeze or like a steel hula hoop that hangs in the sky. When I learnt it, the rigging was in such a way that the system had a lot of bounce. So it was really, really hard. And I learnt it over years quite painfully um standing on head i erin and i took a long time to learn how old were you when you started circus i would have been 24 so i started as an adult i was very unfit and not that well i was not that healthy i was not it wasn't like i was somebody who it came naturally for 
What made you really want to start teaching kids? I've always wanted to teach. So I was a teacher before I started circus. I was a, I'm a qualified early childhood and special needs teacher. I think it felt really natural for me, much more natural than performing. So I performed professionally for quite a few years, but teaching was always my, my natural place to be. It's a joy for me. I, I love it. I love watching people learn things. I've seen a lot of kids grow up through the circus and they often leave and they come back. And I really like that. I, I like watching the friendships develop and the people's confidences change. And, yeah, those are the special bits for me. If we do learn something today, can we learn the Superman drop, please? You know the one where you're upside down and you straighten your knees and then you kind of just fall down? We've heard what kids think about education and what it's like to be a teacher, but what is it like to learn a new circus trick? Is it easier than learning, say, a new maths equation at school? What do the circus monoxide kids say? In circus, it takes a lot of dedication and commitment and really have to push through it because it's never going to be comfortable. You just have to get out of your comfort zone. So you make it look easy, but it's really not. <laughs> it's not. It's not easy. My name's Jude and I'm 12. It's painful and you have to bear through it. You might get angry that you can't learn it straight away, but you still got to bear through it and make sure that you keep your hopes up because one day you will eventually get it. My name's Ella and I'm 12. The longest time it's taken me to do a trick has probably been about, I think it's like seven weeks maybe. It makes you feel really good when you finally get that trick. My name's Ariel and I'm 12. You also learn from other people. And making a mistake isn't a bad thing because you also learn from that as well. You learn from your own mistakes and other people's mistakes as well. My name is Alani and I'm 11. Well, I find it really hard to try and do a Barati. What's that? Oh, it's a no-handed cartwheel. And I still haven't done it yet, even though I've been practising for a few years. I feel really happy when I see other people do it because I realise that one day I can do it. Last one, pike. Okay. okay. And forward roll to forward roll. Nailed it. Well done, guys. And that's all for this episode of This Kid Life, a podcast for kids produced by the Sydney Opera House. If you enjoyed this episode of This Kid Life, share it with your friends. You can subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you find good podcasts. And if you liked it, give us a high five or a rating. It helps other kids find it. Thanks to the students and teachers at Bulleye Primary School. And a big thanks to Jane Davis and the Circus Monoxide Youth Performers. You can find out more about them at circusmonoxide.com.au. Check out the Kids at the House Facebook page. That's at Kids at the House, one word. Thanks to Peter Descent who composed the music. Thanks especially to all the kids who took part in this episode. And thanks for listening. I'm Jennifer Macy. See you next time at This Kid Life. That was, that was fun.